I mean, you're still doing this. Hold your speakerphone close, like close up to you. I'm holding so you it. Hear thing, right? I'm like kissing it. It's like right. It's like right up in my grill. Okay, I think it's right fine. I mean, you don't those big beautiful lips. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect lips for those who don't know. I'm, I'm he does wrenching. have wonderful lips. Every, you know, everyone says that, and I don't get it. But no, I don't, you have a very pretty mouth. I thanks, thanks, bad guy from Deliverance, but. <laughs> 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 I will not squeal like a pig for you, sir. No, I don't want you to. I'm just saying you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. You hey, have man. nice eyes as well. I got uh, those two things in tandem. Got me a sexual experience with the most beautiful woman I've ever been with. So this, she explicitly said those were the reasons that she liked me. So your eyes and your lips. <laughs> yes. Damn. Of course, your yeah. winning personality. I, I mean, we were friends, but the, but you know, the reason she wanted to move into the uh, bedroom was for, for those aforementioned features. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah. like, "Let me be very clear; these are the only reasons." Yeah, yeah. She I am willing to ignore the rest because of these yeah. two features. <laughs> <laughs> Everything you say is repulsive to me. <laughs> Everything. Yeah, I, you're not funny or charming. <laughs> um, but goddamn, those you lips. detestable in every way, except for your lips and eyes. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, lips like the warhead guy. Well, what? Just real. Oh, the warhead can't the warhead candy. Yeah, just real. Yeah. Puckered, flush, flush, and puckered. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to this week's Trash Delivery. We're going to do a good app for you this week. Gearing up to yeah, do April, a... Yeah, last episode was an April Fool's joke. Yeah. Jeez. Yep, an April that we're now revealing now to be, have been one. It, it was, was like a like a time release April Fool's joke. <clears throat> I feel like the back half of that episode wasn't that bad. I don't know. It got better. I liked your uh, story about the mice dying in the oven. That was probably yeah. my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't bad. <laughs> that was the... Peak, peak last ep. But this mm. this week we got good audio for at least two of us for the entire episode. That's gonna be the that's gonna be a first for the self quarantined eps. Yep, yep. I, I am not filling out an unemployment uh, application during this episode. And uh, that uh, <laughs> that's a huge element that will contribute to the quality of this as well. Yeah, right. You're not just like trying to fucking remember numbers and look up. What like employer ID numbers and shit? And listeners, I was denied. By the way, just so you know, what? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. How do you? What did it say to you when you were denied? It, it's, I he kind of fu- he kind of fucked it up. <laughs> how did you fuck it up? Well, we're not going to go. Because you were doing it while you were you, while you no, were, couldn't pay full attention. I, I was trying to be a good guy, and I thought that I was. If I left off a piece of information about, because it was asking me about a, a job I had, you know, at GM, which I don't have anymore, and I was, right. I it wanted to know about my income there, and I was like, that's irrelevant to this. This I'm not, I'm not laid off from that. Oh, job. so I left that off, but I think that tripped something. Yeah, the thing is like, oh, you, we knew you work here, so why didn't you include that information? But of yep. course, I couldn't call anyone, or there was no like guidebook to like how to do this. I've never signed up for an appointment before, so it got automatically denied like immediately. That's why like no human being has looked at it, and I you know I protested it, and I still haven't heard back, and I probably fucking won't hear back for weeks because there's three million unemployment applications that just went in over the last week, so. That's really far. You, I mean, you can just reapply. I think uh, 
you should just do that. You shouldn't wait for them to get back to you. Last week, we had record-breaking numbers with over 3 million people filing. That number has surged to over 6 million this week. If there is one image that can clearly show us how this health crisis has become an economic crisis in this country, it is this right here. The Pittsburgh Gazette captured video of hundreds of cards lining up for the Greater Pittsburgh Food Bank before it opened yesterday. Some waited five hours as volunteers distributed emergency supplies to 1,500 families, and then they ran out. So there's uh, a a bunch of politicians, a bunch of like Bernie, Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, even Elizabeth Warren, to her credit, they've come together to to say that it's bad to have sanctions on Iran right now because it's going to contribute to like a bunch of unnecessary deaths. It's going to harm the people, Uh, which, yeah, Elizabeth Warren voted for them in the first place. So thank you, Elizabeth, for changing your tune. But that was just making me think about how bizarre or just the interesting amplification effect of how once the way that this coronavirus or uh, COVID-19, as I'd like to call it now that I've educated myself about uh, the exact, the details of, of the virus. Uh, uh-huh. the yeah. Yes, it's not because there's a million coronaviruses said a million uh, pedants everywhere. But anyway, the, the way that the, they weren't stars and Mar- MERS also coronaviruses. Yeah, they were. Mm-hmm. And this one is actually called like, SARS V2 or something, technically. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. The sequel. Yeah. But how the American remake, you could say. How the how this whole pandemic situation is amplifying everything. You have stuff like how immoral it is for people to be evicted. You have obviously how immoral it is for people to be deprived healthcare for things that they could be that are treatable. And and you know, usually people it's it's like at a at a such a, a slow rate or just like an acceptable or normalized rate that it people are just okay with it. It's, it doesn't like raise the alarms, but when the bodies are going to start stacking up and the ice rinks, uh, you know, becomes suddenly a noticeable problem. And it's, and it's just like, what my point being, what the fuck do people think that sanctions do normally? Like mm-hmm. they hurt innocent people. They hurt civilians. Like, and, and well, I think people don't fucking think about them at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since these Iran have sanctions. No idea uh, what country we are doing sanctions on? Yeah, and and the, and, and, and if they, and if if they found out, they'd be like, "Oh, that's a bad country." And they don't, you don't, they don't know what sanctions means. They just assume that means like detention or mm-hmm. like they, they, it's like you got an mm-hmm. F. It means that we're no, we're not letting America. the the leaders carve the roast beast anymore. Yeah, it's, they don't they, they don't think about it. They don't care what it means. Yeah, and also they think the the Iran sanctions that they're now talking about being inhumane were packaged with the Russian sanctions that, of course, we we had to do because you know well, we got to sanction Russia. They're they're you know they're 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 trying to get Bernie elected. They're you know they got Trump elected. They're they're interfering with elections. Yeah, even if it's at the expense of ripping up like one of the only good things Obama actually did, i.e., the Iran deal. Yeah. I mean, if the Russians are trying to do it, we can't. We can't support it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it turns out the Russians were, yeah, in favor of. First, oh, they tried uh, to give us the Kuleshov effect, and now they try to give us Bernie Sanders. It's just it's it's disgusting. Too much. Mm-hmm. And they and they one thing after another. They send Tara Reid in. Oh yeah, Putin's best friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I believe her name is Tara. Tara. Okay. 
Would you lift sanctions on Iran temporarily during this pandemic? I don't have enough information about the situation in Iran right now, and I'm not sure there's any evidence that uh, there's a lot of speculation from my foreign policy team that they're in real trouble and they're lying. Oh, you know what? I wrote some shit down last night. Let's see if any of it makes any sense at all. The only other note that I had was that uh, I want to go. I want to go to. I had a urge. I want to go to a graveyard. I don't. I'm getting a quarant. You know, everyone's getting quarantine brain. Where uh, mine, mine. I feel like it's not manifesting as good as some others. Like uh, friend of the pod, uh, uh, Rocco, just made a great video where he be a, a minion shows up at his house and he hangs and out with the minion friends. and they drink, they get wasted together and the minion hurls in the toilet and then Rocco, our newly mohawked Rocco as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Check out his blog where he, he catalogs his journey into a mohawk, into a quarantine mohawk. And, uh, Is he, he getting ready to say Senator Palantine? See that, the, yeah, he, yeah, he's doing, he's, he's just doing better than, better than me. He's got a mohawk, he's making minion videos. What am I doing? Just uh, don't don't fall for that shit, Dustin. The, I hate all the. I know you're you're doing a bit, but like I, I from people I know, my friends who are like are like earnestly like chastising themselves for not being quote unquote productive during this time. No, <laughs> that, that's American brain disease. Do not you do not need to be productive during a pandemic. Don't feel bad because you're not reading a book. Don't feel bad because you're lying on the floor staring at the ceiling. It's you fucking do whatever you want. Hell yeah. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. I think what better this time this to fucking writers retreat to go uh, write the next American novel, which will will suck because you're not getting any new experiences. Okay, this is not what this is about. I wonder when the first like quarantine art is going to start coming out. It's the first movies, the first. Um, well, I, I imagine we're in this for as long as we could be, like up to up to a year, like worst case scenario. At a certain point, if music is still going to be coming out, it's is it gonna have to incorporate the fact that no one can go outside? Because like a song that comes out now about like partying or whatever, going to the bar or the club, would make no fucking sense. Yeah, I mean it'll whole new landscape. I will say this: Fiona Apple said she's probably gonna release a new album in the next few days. So that's pretty exciting for me. That's cool. Uh, speaking of new music, hell yeah, that is. Has she released one since the uh, the one with no. the long title? No. Ooh, the hell wheel. yeah! I love a sh I love shit that simmers for a while. It's gonna be good then. Oh yeah, I'm I'm pumped. I hope she was serious about following through with her threat to release it soon. Uh, <laughs> threat? <laughs> was she like threatening the zeitgeist? Yeah. <laughs> like I'll fucking throw uh, a grenade in this shit. I could use it, I could, so I could like put it on and then drive around, going from nowhere to nowhere, which is a part of my day now. It might be a new Fiona La Apple lyric. Gas is so goddamn cheap. You can't not drive places. I like. I'm looking at gas price. I saw a gas price in my apartment that was a dollar twenty-four, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I wish. I, my first thought. This is pathetic. Was I wish my dad could see this. Damn. Just because you know how dads fucking go crazy. For yeah, <laughs> yeah, cheap gas. If that's like one that you could send gas. to the afterlife, that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> he would see that and then he would have a heart attack and die again because he'd be like a dollar 20 you kevin it wasn't a dollar 25 since i first met your mother like it was 
<laughs> and he, and if you gave him just that uh, out of context piece of information, he'd be like, "Wow, things are going great on Earth." <laughs> just that, just one. Yeah, thing. <laughs> things are going great on Earth. I bet Dad, Donald Trump is president, and gas is a dollar twenty-five a gallon. He'd be like, well, <laughs> I was worried about my son, uh, but <laughs> now I'm happy for him." Yeah. So I only hey, have Dad, two I, notes. Oh, go okay, ahead. Finish your dad's it, stuff. I, uh, I was just going to say that. I was going to say that I was fucking, and then that's a lie. Uh, but uh, go ahead. I only have two notes. Maduro stuff and meatball sandwiches. Which one do you want to lead with? Well, I don't know what I meant by meatball sandwiches, other than the fact that I've been eating meatball sandwiches. Um, sandwiches? So, what kind of bread? That, that seems like kind of a dead end. Sandwich. What's that? Maybe you're trying to say that meatball or Maduro is a meatball sandwich. Looking like a snack. I think Whoa, that I that's a trenchant political commentary. Clever thought that is just would not not actually be clever. I don't know. I was very. It's like meatball. The meatballs represent like good policy, and the two pieces of bread represent like liberal uh, gatekeeping. And when you squeeze down and bite down on the meatballs, they all slip out the side, and you just have two pieces of bread with a meatball residue. Damn. Left just marinara on bread. Yeah. <laughs> for the week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what would you give? So wait, are you making meatball sandwiches out of normal bread, just like buns? What are you doing? Uh, they're like French. So the the uh, the shopper uh, person who did my shopping for me last week, uh, which by the way, I was not. I have not been able to get another order in since then. Like they they just like have no. I don't know if no one's doing it. Is it Instacart? Like, no, because I, I, no, I heard there was, was some Instacart, sort of labor on, shit going no, on. No, they're on strike. I wouldn't. Okay. I wouldn't use Instacart. This is something else. Do you guys hear? About, I mean, I'm sure you heard about it. That uh, Whole Foods did a sick out strike on Tuesday. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and Whole Foods, of course, like fired one of the lead organizers involved in that, and Amazon fired a bunch of striking workers too recently yeah. because they were sick, Dustin. That's why. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they it was funny read. I don't remember the exact reasons, but uh, that was the, the reason. They cited, the reason was that he was sick. The guy who was leading the or, the Staten Island. Oh, uh, yeah. He was like, oh, uh, actually, the reason we fired him had nothing to do with the walkout. It was the fact that he was sick and he came into work. And that was bad. He's going to affect people. Yeah, we're he trying showed to up like, nakedly reorganizing the story to make them the good guys. Mm-hmm. This this careless careless fool advocating for labor rights, just putting. Meanwhile, it's going to kill. There's no labor rights when you kill all your your brothers, your labor brothers. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is going to give him a, an iguana for everyone. Everyone gets a $2 raise and an iguana roast to take home. Not an iguana to eat. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to hear any more complaining out of those ungrateful fuckers. No, absolutely not. They should be happy they have a job. And an iguana roast. And an iguana to, to eat. Mm-hmm. You have. To you can get it live it too, if you want. No, you have. They to have eat that it. option. No, you have to. Eat <laughs> you do, but yeah, you. They do actually. If you don't send them a photo <laughs> of you eat a selfie <laughs> with you eating ingesting the iguana with a big shitting grin on your yeah. face, and a video of you beheading it. Damn! What is this fucking fired. racist? <laughs> um, there's other labor stuff going. Oh, we talked about it in the last episode. Just the. Uh, I don't know. It's it sucks to. I mean, we're just. I could do more. I don't know. I guess hypothetically, as a human being that is alive, but mm. 
it's we're just sitting i'm just sitting all self-isolated just watching all of these uh upswells of labor agitation and just from the sidelines like rooting it on like come on come on team yeah i keep thinking i should become a garbage man so that i could go on strike yeah salt the garbage man let's get it tasty i mean you could go on strike uh at the theater but they wouldn't care and well, yeah, and that doesn't, that's not like a, like, that wouldn't affect any change. I no, mean, they would just fire you. Um, I mean, like, right now, in the moment, like, right now, like, the theater's closed. I'd be like, hey, no, 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 make no, 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 I make no fucking, they'd just be like, what the fuck, who cares? Yeah, I keep uh, going to the grocery store, and, or every time I go, just, like, I'm amazed that I saw one person wearing a mask, like, ever, I think, so far. Really? Um, in the, People yeah, in my neighborhood in, are just walking around with masks on now. Oh, at the grocery store, actually, cool. I, the, the customers, there was like a shift where the last time I went, I felt like a third of the people, the customers were wearing masks mm-hmm. for the first time ever. And they were all like very clearly exercising a social distancing. <laughs> it was just like a lot of both two people turn down an aisle at the same time. And like one of them makes the decision to, eh, I'm going to go down a different aisle. Okay. Uh, and that before, I, it, it, I don't know what, what caused the, the shift or if it's just the fact that the bodies are actually stacking up now, and Michigan is now, like, the third worst, I think, as far as cases or deaths? Cases. Okay. And people are now just taking it more seriously. I still don't see the workers with protective gear on. I see them wearing wearing gloves, not masks. Gotta wear a mask. I don't even. I'm not even clear what a fucking glove does. It just means it just means your gloves get dirty. You just got well, dirty I don't even gloves. How effective these masks that people are wearing are? They're not like they're not like the actual kind of mask that they're like vanity masks, basically. The kind of mask yeah. you need to use to actually protect yourself is the kind that you can't find anywhere, and that only doctors should be using right now. Yeah, they're like the masks that you wear as like a cosplayer. Well, if there yeah. were enough, then everybody should be wearing them. But yeah, no, no, if there were enough, I'm saying there aren't enough. Right. I got I got the good ones, uh, the N95s, just because they were left over in my apartment from when my roommates painted. Really? Yeah. Damn. You got what? You got an extra one of those, bud? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. And also, where are you uh, going? I mean, man? they they reek now because we have to reuse them constantly. Oh, they smell like what? Like just spit? Just, just like breath? Yeah, just spit. You know, just like a like a pillow that got drooled on. Like how the microphone smell. Yeah, exactly. Where are you going, bud? He says. <laughs> yeah, man, you're fucking Jimmy Stewart in rear window. You're housebound. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't drive. For those that don't know, Nick's, uh, Nick's car is out of commission and he is very much stranded. I am trapped. It is not <laughs> great. We covered the fact that Jay Carney, who's now a senior vice president at Amazon, of course, formerly of the Obama White House, Push back on the idea that, you know, it was really bad for workers that Chris Smalls was fired, saying that he violated social distancing guidelines. They're weaponizing these health guidelines to fire this worker who's an organizer. Now we're getting even more details about the thinking that went into the decision to fire this worker, Chris Smalls. Yeah, so this broke from Vice News, excellent report here. And it shows that there's a leaked note from internal Amazon leadership 
trying to cast this employee, Chris Smalls, as, quote, not smart or articulate. Here's the context, written by Amazon's general counsel, David Zapolsky. He's not smart or articulate, and to the extent the press wants to focus on us versus him, we'll be in a much stronger PR position than simply explaining for the umpteenth time how we're trying to protect workers. Uh, I got a topic. Go. Let's hear it. How about, uh, how about all this AOC business? Uh, what about her? What about her? Yeah. There's just a lot of uh, skepticism about her from the left. I mean, we've definitely expressed it on this very pod. But uh, there's, well, there was that political article that came out. Did you see that, Kevin? I saw that there was a political article. It had a lot of shitty stuff in it. Uh, and also, it's not like it's new revelatory stuff. A lot, there was a lot of people saying, AOC herself included, saying like, I go, oh, wow, you guys are always talking about like manufacturing consent and how the media is trying to lie to you and you believe this article, but it sort of was just an elaboration on a lot of trends that the people on the left have been seeing in her that are unsettling. Well, what are the points? Uh, what are the well, points? Well, one, this is, this is the most uh, damning thing, honestly, to me, which is just that she called Nancy Pelosi mama bear. Ugh. I mean... Like, she, like just I mean, aesthetically, not not like not actually most damning choice, as far as she's also like got into scraps with her, her multiple times. What is it though? You really, I don't, I don't. It's hard to say with her because she like fell for the Bolivian coup propaganda. She fell for Venezuelan propaganda. I'm I mean, saying, I guess you could just say she's Politico not good at foreign is policy. Not a fucking ally, and it would exactly, make that's what she, Politico would want to make a rising star of the left who. Has cross who has like broad base of appeal, not just with the like crazy online Twitter type of leftists, but like with people like you know with more moderate types too, who have like been suckered into like her image into like liking her despite what she says. Uh, of course, they would go after her. They don't want her to be a, a big thing, so they're going to turn something like that into a big deal. Like, I, I mean, I haven't read this article. I'm sure there's some stuff. There's some troublesome stuff there, but I mean, I don't know how useful it is to be doing this. Yeah, there's definitely that's. That's definitely true. And I just, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like a little uncomfortable with how quickly, or not uncomfortable, but they're just like, there's people that, uh, there are people that are just dismissing like things. Well, she's like hired a bunch of like ex Kamala staffers and stuff. Just like she's, I don't know. I don't know what to think about and what if she's she doing. If she's voting for the right things, then I don't give a shit what she's doing, what she's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we just can't expect her to be good on foreign policy based on everything that she's said. I mean, people wanted to say Bernie was bad at foreign policy. Mm -hmm. She's a whole, that's a whole fucking different court that she's in. Based on, I mean, she just like, she, well, he did the, he pulled the same bullshit to some degree. Not quite. That's as bad, true. But about, yeah. About the Maduro stuff. Anyway, I, the coup, the Bolivia thing he was good on, but, uh, right. I guess Bernie had enough, uh, of a, of a history of standing up, for people, places like Nicaragua and Ortega against CIA meddling and just United States meddling that I, there was enough reason for me to wonder, to, to think that it was plausible, or at least that I wasn't totally fooling myself to think that he was maybe just saying shit to, that he thought he had to say to remain electable, which could totally be the case for AOC, but I just haven't seen, haven't, she doesn't have like enough of a history for me to know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it. I mean, definitely, like, I'm not... She's a big case of wait and see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I agree that's with the, that. That's definitely it. She could just be, like, trying to make uh, establishment inroads, but 
by doing stuff like giving in to the whole concern trolling about snake emojis and just stuff like that. And the yeah. when when, but but what's the fucking point really of making establishment inroads? The Democratic Party, they're like what they're going to let her become president? No, they're fucking not. Like it doesn't matter what inroads you make; it's not going to happen. Is the, that's what you think she's got her eye on? This is like careerism stuff. Well, I I don't she know. Crazy uh, I don't know. What, I don't know whether it's careerism or whether it's that she thinks that making these inroads is the actual way to like strategically affect change. But either way, I would say that it's not going to work. Like yeah. you have to defeat them. Nancy Pelosi has to be destroyed, like not called mama bear. No, I agree with that 100%. Isn't, isn't Nancy Pelosi like being um, primaried? Yes. Yeah, she is right? by a guy who's actually, uh, I don't know that much about him other than I've seen him speak and know his platform and it's good. Uh, he's, he's a cool, yeah, he's a cool uh, Indian guy with a man bun. Oh, well, he's not going to win, but it would be pretty sick if he did. Yep. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. He speaks well. He's got charisma. From what I saw, uh, it, it, I don't think it's impossible, but you're, you're probably right. I'm running to challenge the leader of our party because when corporate centrists tell us that we have to accept a for-profit healthcare system that kills Americans every day, we have to be ready to say we're not going to take it anymore. I'm running because when corporate centrists tell us we have to accept fossil fuel extraction committing us to climate chaos that will kill your kids and your grandkids, we have to all say we're not going to take it anymore. And I'm running because when corporate centrists tell us that we have to accept a prison industrial slavery complex, making a mockery of justice, we must say we're not going to take it anymore. I don't know. Coronavirus is pretty bad, huh, guys? Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, yeah, it sucks. It's boring. I mean, it's not boring. Uh, well, I mean, it's boring in that, like, my it limits the op, you know my the options of my life, what I can do on a given day. Uh, I mean, that's like the least concern uh, of you know. Yeah, I'd rather be bored than the, than a lot of what other people but, are experiencing. Sure, but I, <laughs> but I but I hear you. Obviously, that's how it affects me. Yeah, uh, yeah. I keep like it keeps occurring to me this the like in, intense contrast between what I'm doing, which is apparently what I'm supposed to be doing and what we're all supposed to be doing. You know, it's not so not to say that I feel guilty about being just home alone, doing nothing or not alone, but just home doing nothing. Right. Compared to the reality that and everyone involved with solving this problem that yeah. has to be on the front lines. It's just like a daily hell, like, like literal battle. And I like, like uh, New York is, is set to be short, like 51,000 beds based on the projections and the projections of deaths. For you know, they they just went from like eighty two thousand. Uh, they were projected a few days ago, and then they came out with like, oh, it's actually gonna be more like a hundred thousand to a hundred twenty thousand dead, maybe. Jesus. And I mean, those are the like minimum. The minimum, I guess, is on hundred thousand now. Which, yeah, we're gonna be having a lot of. They're they're now converting in Central Park. They're building a temporary hospital. Good. Bu- like a bunch of tents. That's good and stuff. Yeah, uh, at least they're doing stuff like that. It's yeah, yeah. It, well, and they're yeah, they're that's starting. Tough. That's tough for the doctors in the front lines. It sounds like a hassle, you know, having to come up with all this new infrastructure on the fly. But when I was watching Samurai Two today, 
criteria that crashed on me. Okay. So like, I'm also dealing with things. Oh my God, dude, that's fucked. I, in like, like my Netflix, I'm sorry. I didn't know that you were going through that. Yeah. My Netflix too. Every single time I'm a new, a new thing starts, I have to go into the audio settings and change it from Dolby digital surround to, to normal audio. Otherwise it's muted. Huh? Damn. See, Locked. why is this not being reported in New York times? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's just not a lot of like, you know, shocking sympathy frankly. for the little person like me, mm. unfortunately, mm-hmm. going through my damn. Yeah. Those lethal weapons drop or what? I mean, they should be up there. It's April first, April Fool's the, Day. It did what drop? Netflix has all the lethal weapon. Oh wait, on April Fool, that was like had to do with April Fools. No, it's just every... You know how streaming services work? First of month, they get new stuff. I'm starting to learn how they work now that I'm oh, re-participating yes, in culture and movies. Being reborn into the world of culture. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing so good at Zelda, man. I'm sure you're only half paying attention to anything that you're watching. Uh, I play, I was I think, Are you like locked into the movies you're watching or is your phone out? Uh, I, he's well, definitely out. looking at Twitter at the same time. No, Come on. Zelda, man. I'm I'm collecting Hightail lizards. I'm collecting Bacoblin guts. Um, I'm upgrading my my armor and my outfits while Kitchen Nightmares plays in the background, of which I don't need to pay close attention to because I have them all memorized. Kitchen Nightmares? Hell yeah, man. That's what we need, actually, while watching Kitchen Nightmares. I came with... Uh, we, need like a, we need a Gordon Ramsay of the left. If only he was a left. You know, like a guy who like goes, opens up the fucking freezer sees how horrible and disgusting everything is and says, what the fuck is this? You know, and like, like you're fucking delusional. And, uh, that would be nice. Guys, you come in and you work your ass off. The least these two guys can do is pay your fucking salary on time. I don't have a secretary, Gordon, I'm sorry. I'm trying to communicate with brides. I'm trying to send out things. I have to have peaceful time in order to do my work. Are you always this pathetic? I am not pathetic. Well, when are you going to stand up and start showing some respect for your team and start growing a pair to sort of understand the mess you're in? I understand the mess we're in. Right. I'm fighting for the team. You dug the fucking hole. Yes, we and did. And put them in it. So they're fucked. They don't have to work here. Oh, my God. I mean, God. you know, the bottom line is... Oh, how dare you? No, they but don't have to work paycheck. here. How dare you? How fucking dare you? They don't have to work here. Oh my God! I I I can't. Disrespectful, disgusting man. I just saw Bernie today on the on the View, and I, I'm I'm sure a lot of anyone that listens to this that's on Twitter has seen the insane intro clip to the fact that they're going to be interviewing him, where they're like, "Bernie Sanders politicizing coronavirus via, with Medicare for all, and won't drop out because he because he wants Trump to win." Up live next, and then cut to Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, interviewing him, uh, just being like, "Hey, why are you like such a piece of shit that won't drop out? Because like you didn't do it against Hillary either." And Bernie's oh, just that's like, what I was going "Okay, yeah, yeah." God, God bless Bernie, but he's just like, "Well, uh, we're gonna do. Actually, we have a lot of good things to say. We got to do the coronavirus stuff." And he's like, "Listening to the stuff that we need to do." When he should just be like, "Look, fucking Joe Biden said he would veto Medicare for all." 
that's why I'm staying in this race because the, clearly this is a person who doesn't want to do this. And I'm, and I do like, he can't just like say his plans. He needs to say like Joe Biden is a little shit that like doesn't want to do anything that will help us. I mean, I I, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean, the fucking New Yorker ran an article the other day that says reality has endorsed Bernie Sanders. All right. The New Yorker's fucking with it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. I, that's he does. He needs to like sense. Like, or at least I would, it would be nice if he could, like, yeah, the reality of this moment is, could really benefit him. The like, the, the, this, this happened, like, just a little too late. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we should have been trying to seed this virus early on, honestly. That's how <laughs> honestly. we could have. Yeah, if this is, that's, if that's this how we could have done activism. Like three months ago instead. Fuck, dude. what were we doing? Why was I canvassing in fucking Iowa when I could have flight to Wuhan? Yeah. You should yeah. be patient zero in America, baby. Yeah. Go to every state. Just drive across the nation. Just going into every every gas station and coughing on the pump handle. Yeah, what the fuck, man? I'm sorry. Look, I know that I, met, I fucked up now, and I'm willing to admit that and at least do grow. better. Just if you promise to do better next time. I will. I will. Okay. I'll get... And this is why, yeah, if only, this is what type of shit the AOC should be advocating if I'm going to support her. Agreed. How does presidential candidate Senator Bernie Sanders answer accusations that he's politicizing the pandemic to push his Medicare for all agenda and that staying in the race could guarantee Trump another term? He's live on The View. Uh, although I will say the, the what's going on about with this Biden sexual assault shit, the, seeing the people fucking... Oh my God! Contorting themselves to 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 just if if they engage with it at all, uh, the, the the way they downplay it is no, it's in, truly awful. It's thickening. It's like the Kavanaugh trial all over again. It's like awful. Yeah. It, it really, it really like break. It breaks my heart to like imagine people, many, many, many people who would deal with this shit in their lives, who have to who pay attention to politics and have to listen year after year after year as some fucking candidate is accused of sexual assault and ha- and and there and people are just like who cares yep yeah imagine going into your tweet history to delete every single time you've posted a believe woman women uh post and deleting all those yeah and and still afterwards being like i'm a i'm a good person on the right side of things yeah i mean like, wow, I didn't realize that uh, this thing I previously advocated for could be so easily weaponized by the Russians. People just want the simplest narratives. They just want the simplest narratives. Anything that's mm-hmm. uncomfortable, you just flatten it out, you ignore it. Yeah, like two two months ago or whatever, they were telling us that believe women literally meant believe women about everything that they ever say. Yeah. Like, in, in, you know, in regard to the Bernie... Yeah. Um, Warren thing and yeah misappropriating the language of sexual assault to just mean that we can fucking steamroll Bernie and now it's uh yeah it's this I mean we we talked about this last episode too but like that when when, like the time's up thing when that was happening with the Weinstein I mean time's up is complicit in this considering how like how they're completely ignoring the Biden thing because of you know their shared PR connections or whatever. I just mean like, yeah, they, they, they uh, represent the, uh, or the same law firm that represents them represents the Joe Biden exactly. campaign. SDK like, Knickerbocker. 
how do you look in the mirror? How do you look in the fucking mirror? Okay, but I just mean like when all this was happening, when mm-hmm. uh, when when all that stuff, the Weinstein stuff was happening, when 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 it when it's really it really felt like there was something like a culture change, and this like there was something like a culture change going on, and all and fucking all gone, all gone. It was fucking nothing. It was a it was a it was a flash in the pan. It was three it was a three months of storylines, and then it's over, and it's just back to yeah. being, who fucking cares? Who cares? Can we, uh, sorry to, inter- or can we maybe try, I don't know, hold your phone a little farther. You hear this too, Nick? Yeah. The, yeah, there's a lot of popping. It sounds like you're uh, in a wind tunnel. Yeah, and I'm worried, I don't know, I'm going to try to fix this, but I'm worried it's going to sound really fucked up. Uh, Is all either hold- not going to be affecting this? What? what? I mean, I can hear your controller this whole time. Really? Yeah. My uh. what? N- Dick is playing GTA. Oh. You don't hear what's going on? Well, Dustin right didn't. Dustin didn't know. I thought it was keyboard. I thought it was <laughs> keyboard. That's and that's I'm so just confused, like, like, oh, it that, sounded like that, a keyboard. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, I was like, I'm just gonna let him type. Whatever. He's probably looking up uh, news and stuff for yeah, the podcast. No, I'm not playing GTA. I was looking yeah. up. Yeah, I'm like trying to stay <laughs> Come up. Come guys. The news. Make it easy on me. Come on. <laughs> no, no. Dude, I'm, I'm just looking at news stories. Screen- I'm gonna send you a screenshot of that. What it looks like when I edit these fucking remote episodes. And and it's and it's Swiss cheese, it looks insane. Isn't that every episode? No, every episode. There's the other episodes. I don't have to, you know, remove the audio from whoever's not talk talking. Okay. There's so much like clicking and stuff. Yeah. I'm glad we're keeping you busy during the off season. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not. What do you got to do? Ah. Uh, I'm trying to write. I'm trying to write songs. Are they all to... about the a quarantine? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Trying to write hey. some quarantine jams. I'm trying like to write. Dustin, I'm just seeing if Dustin does. Uh, get does one. I want to hold your hand. Hit differently now. Uh, <laughs> it hits differently for me. He's got somebody's hand to hold. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and when I touch you, I feel happy. Inside. Well, speaking of songs, the, the exit the exit music of this episode needs to be Stacy's mom. What? <laughs> I'm worried that one would actually be. I I wonder how what what band is that? That would get good. That would get the what? episode pulled for sure. I think. Yeah, Four, you do 14 like, seconds of it, baby. 14 seconds, you're fine. I I can do. Yeah, I like to have it play on a little bit, but that's they, fine. I, 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 I recognize. Hmm? The guy just died of coronavirus. You got to do it. He did. Yeah. Damn. This the guy who wrote Stacy's mom. Yes, the guy who wrote Stacy's mom dead. Of oh my god! How's Stacy's mom doing? Probably not good. She's dead too. She's like she's like him. he's the only man I ever loved. Damn, that's a good video. What? There's a is is the mom hot in it? Yeah, of course. What? She's got it going on. She is. She's got it going I'm on. I'm just making sure. I just want to be. I'm just checking. He's mowing the lawn. He's got a big loner. Then again, I am asking you, so. Yeah, he's got I, a big I, mower. He's got a big mower, you know what I mean? Yeah. The guy who thinks Amy Klobuchar. Dude, she's, got, she's got something. She's got something. <laughs> also, I saw a photo of Amy Klobuchar's daughter, and she's, I mean, I'm all, I'm all on board. Now you can see what you see in Amy more clearly. Yeah, yeah it's like it's like taking a time machine back to young Amy. It's like it's like in a Twilight where when Jacob can't get with Bella, so he imprints on Bella's daughter. 
and then waits for her to grow mm-hmm. up so that she can be so that he can finally be with her. What? Yeah, that classic. That's uh, a thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that's a fuck. That's a thing that happened in the, in those movies. Yeah. yeah, he sees a baby and he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna fuck that thing one day." Holy yeah. shit! And then he imprints on it, so it falls in love with him as a child. Mm-hmm. What the yeah. fuck? It's like. Uh, obviously like a metaphor for like grooming if i mean i don't yeah. not that she intended it that way but there's no other way to interpret that's what that. it is yeah that's fucked up i didn't know anything about that you see a baby you're like oh that's mine someday damn that's why you'll be that's... team edward or if you were like me team jasper all right real heads no okay Who's jasper he's the civil war guy he's not actually... a civil war guy He's a Civil War vampire. He's already he's married to Ashley Green. He's he's not on the table, but he was my, he was my favorite. Is he? He's not in Twilight. He's a different vampire. No, he's in Twilight. He's married to the Ashley Green character. Okay, okay, okay. Civil oh, because Civil War because uh, he's, he's a vampire. So he was from, from the Civil he's lived War. forever. Okay. Yeah. Was he a Yankee? A Union guy or uh? Uh, unlikely. Unlikely. Whoa! They don't say. <laughs> Damn, that's problematic. <laughs> I don't like remember. A fucking Confederate. <laughs> Damn, you were on your team. Team CSA. His name was his name is Jasper. So I'm just like on a hunch, thinking that he was fought for the South. Hey, man, brother versus brother. <laughs> you don't know. It's true. I mean, I don't know. Like Jasper's is a very Southern name, but you know, there's 1861. A lot of people named Jasper. Sure. Probably very. It's probably like the the equivalent of of Aiden today. Ugh. What an awful name, by the way. Yeah, that's not great. There's just like a photo of Jefferson Davis in his room. <laughs> Fuck. He just, <laughs> he just caught like staring at it. He's like, you know, that was the best president we ever had. It's that Wolverine meme, you know, he's holding the, the, the framed photograph and he's like kind of <laughs> jerking off to it, basically. That's, that's a meme. Wolverine that's jerking off. Meme. You don't know that meme? Well, he's not jerking no. off. He's just like, on his bed with his head behind his Hand Wolverine jerking off sounds like a recipe for disaster, honestly. Well, you think I mean, he's, yeah. you think he's ever had a mishap? <laughs> I mean, it would he grow did, back, he loved right? it. Yeah. He's got that healing factor. We Could Wolverine feel just keep cutting like his dick though. off and it comes back? I w- yeah. Sweet. Well, it's more like has he had, a, has, a pro- has he had an incident while fingering a lady? Oh, God, bro. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's like seven. Whoa. We got a, a, a we got an email, everyone. Trash delivery pod. Oh, cool. Trash delivery pod at gmail.com. Nice. Send us something. Say anything. You know, not someone just posted a, no, on the subreddit. No, any please no, God, anything. anything. No. Literally anything. No. Sign us up for newsletters. We'd love it. <laughs> Sign us up for, for spam. <laughs> yeah, please. Please. I got a uh, I got a text thread. I got to hold on. Keep talking. You what? You cut out. Keep talking. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, we got a we got a message. We got a post on the subreddit, guys. Someone said that we made their bad day okay. Shout out to that person. Can you believe that? I can't. Frankly, I can't. <laughs> We're affecting lives. So we are heroes. Yeah, and you know what else they said? They said what? they're here for the kratom, Dustin. And I don't know if they meant comma. Kratom, I'm here for the Kratom, Dustin, or uh, Adjective Kratom, Dustin. I'm too to believe Dustin. Adjective Kratom, Dustin. <laughs> Fuck. 
They like it, guys. Please, guys, they, stop. Don't encourage this man to do more push-ups. They, they think it's cool. Don't believe the fuckers on the subreddit are quitting Kratom. They're a bunch of fools. And, quit, and the quitters. Hell. Yeah, they're quitters. Above all. I have a question. Uh, maybe you can answer this, Dustin. Uh, what uh, are the way that songs become hits now? Is it that is it does it like a hit like someone uses on their TikTok and then it becomes a viral sensation first and then it becomes a hit song, or do they take hit songs and do TikTok dances to them? Because it seems like it's the former. I think it's a little of both back and forth. It's like a feedback loop, like a song that was gonna be like what number like twenty something. Yeah, and then they do a TikTok like, dance and it becomes one. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely going on. Um because like I'm looking at their charts and I'm hearing songs and I'm just like, who the fuck are you? And then I see that there's this big TikTok dance thing. And I'm like, oh, it's gotta be the dance that's driving this 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 traffic. Come to think of it, what is music now? Because I mean I, I used to be someone who I mean we've actually even talked about it early on in the pod that uh I like to I like to dip into top forty. I find it to be interesting to see to be a part of that or to to spectate that gladiatorial arena, even if I don't love all the songs. Every once in a while, a song that I think is legitimately good will sneak through. But it's even the ones I don't love. I'll be like, oh, interesting. Like this new fighter is coming. <laughs> like slayed this person or whatever. But I've not now that I don't drive. I haven't been checking in on that, and I don't. I like, what the fuck the are people I, listening I, to? I was like you, where I thought I paid attention, and now. Just like with the age of TikTok and SoundCloud, like I don't know anybody anymore. In the in the age of Corona, this like I don't what is Billie Eilish still a thing? <laughs> like she she died of Corona. Oh no! God damn! Wow, that's I. They, now she'll never know what Van Halen is. That's what happens when you homeschool your child. Yep. Uh, You're living proof. I brought my guitar. Fully expecting to sort of to roughly be the kind of process where I just sort of say, "Well, how about this?" Do 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 do, and he'd go, "Oh, bam, beep, and bam, dee, oh yeah, didn't we? Great, we're getting there." But it wasn't like that at all. He he just sort of sat around. We've got the weekend. I had the weekend to. is number one. He's oh, back, that, that guys. That song. It's a pretty good song. He's after definitely hours. Like, he's oh yeah, after hours. He is a uh, he is riding that uncut gems high, and he made an album. He released an album that just kind of sounds like uncut gems music, or that's what he's kind of like going for. You know, it's I've been listening to like last night. I got fucking real wasted, partly because I was once the headphones go in, it's it's on. Uh, but yeah, uh, I was listening to a lot of the weekend last night, and really enjoying he's got it. Some good tunes. I thought the new ones that I've heard when they've come on the radio, I was I've always been like, oh yeah, that's like sounds different than everything else, at uh-huh. least, or at least it's got a different sound palette to it. And uh, on number two, we have Lil Uzi Vert. I didn't know we had a number two. Oh, good for him. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's impressive. I heard people saying that album wasn't great. I didn't listen to it. Did you listen to it, Nick? I have not listened to it. I'm not a Lil Uzi Vert fan. So what what was his? Uh, I'm trying. What was his? Uh, his big one. I don't know. I don't honestly. I don't. I'm not good with titles. All I remember is uh, my bandmate and friend Patrick on the way to band practice telling me multiple times, uh, "Did you know it means uh, it's it's Lil Lucifer?" 
What? Damn. It's it's little Lucifer, little Uzi Vert, little Lucifer. I mean, okay. That's Is that kind not of true? A, I don't know. It's kind, did that he just make well that up? Might be true, but it's also a bit of a stretch, don't you think? No, oh, it's a stretch to yeah. If, if that's I believe I believe that he told you the truth that little Uzi Vert thinks that, but I don't. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think it's working. That well. This is like when I found out that Voldemort means flight of death. Flight of what? death? Yeah. Yeah. Or like when I, or my very late in life realization that the Beatles were spelled that way because of a music. <laughs> Whoa. Everyone, <clears throat> yeah. Whoa, when did you figure that out? I mean, it was like 18, but it took a long time for yeah. I, before I Damn. like really put those two things together. Wild. That, that's the, uh, the, the first, uh, Brian. Or uh, George, what's his name? George Martin, the like fifth Beatle, their producer guy. Yeah, yeah. He, his like he lobbied hard to make the first Beatles album called "Off the Beatle Pass," like which is just <laughs> too many fucking puns and one. Yeah, that's like, awful. <laughs> it's horrible. That's fucking. Terrible. It's already a pun. It's already like a bad pun that people like d- intentionally like filter out as a pun because they just aren't interested in engaging with it. And uh, off the be- off the Beatle Path. Also, what you can't call your first album the Beatles off the Beatles. Now? Yeah, we're talking about the Beatles. What of it? Beatles cool. chatter. Beatles They're chatter. Good. Yeah, Beatles. If we're going to do movie chatter. The boot Beatles you gotta chatter. spice it up with a little bit of Beatles chatter. Are Beatles Dang. on the top 100? Billboard chart? I doubt it. Uh, No, not today. Every once in a while, Paul makes a song that gets to like 56. <laughs> Like that song, like what was that Kanye song that he's? All I want to do is for you. Oh wait, that's it. That's uh, I'm for you was was peak Paul. Being weird. That Kanye song with uh Paul Paul McCartney and And Kanye West only one. Oh, that one is I'm fine with. I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't personally love it, but that only one, the one Kanye singing uh, singing to his mother. Okay. Or singing from his mother's from his dead mother's perspective about him. Yeah. Uh, that song makes me cry. <laughs> makes you cry? Yeah, I love that song. Oh. I think it's very beautiful. <laughs> Damn. And it's perfect because Kanye was John Lennon in that moment. Like, they, Paul was playing a little ditty on the piano, and, John, and Kanye started, uh, started singing along. And it's, uh, it's that's like, like a classic a, little That's Beatles a fucking story. wet dream for you. God damn. Ugh. And he's writing. He's writing this song from his mother's perspective about him. Yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think. Okay. That's pretty. All right. It checks out. Yeah. No. It's about his mother looking out for him on Earth. Okay. I thought it was just a good song. I've heard the song. I don't remember the lyrics at all. I thought you were just saying it's a song where it's like he's like writing about his mom up in heaven, looking down at him, being like, "Damn, Kanye, you killing it." Pretty much. Kinda. But it's about how uh, it's about how no, it's actually more about how like Kanye. Look, you fuck up sometimes, and you get you do you get in the news in a bad way. But uh, look, man, you are not your mistakes. You are not your mistakes. Mm-hmm. I feel like people are their mistakes. Nah, not not according to Kanye's uh, fictionalized version of his mom. Hmm. Or maybe she really said that to him. I, I mean, mean, I, I don't if, think if Kanye's your son, you'd mistakes, have to. But... Yeah. You have to figure out something to tell him. <laughs> like, yeah. When he comes to you, it's like, Mom, everyone, everyone is mad at me again. 
When I run for president in 2024, we're going to definitely know what y'all laughing at. How about we, uh, we talked about this off record because one thing we keep doing on the podcast is we keep accidentally stopping the record. Right and before then, it and starts then, to get good. Yeah, and then we'll, it's probably because we stop it and then we become real natural and yeah, yeah. Uh, just being buddies, that, that classic buddy dynamic mm. podcast listeners love. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> well, we talked about how the first, the first glimpse of evil Kanye in retrospect, or at least in my Kanye timeline, is the fact that <clears throat> it was revealed in the life of Pablo, uh, that Taylor Swift song where she said, oh, I yeah. made that bitch famous. How you know Kim Kardashian released the uh, the uh, it edited kind of in air quotes because you know edited as in it omitted the part where Taylor Swift said that she was fine with the lyric but that she didn't want to be called a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Evil Kanye. Yeah, is out and among us these days, unfortunately. But he is un- unfortunately still a genius. He is as omnipresent as coronavirus. He actually. Oh, Kanye might be the first one to do it. He might be the first one to do like a Corona art, a Corona album. <laughs> He's going to release an airborne album. It goes right <laughs> in your ears. Yeah. Right Hell in yeah. your ear just, holes. Yeah. It's literally contagious. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just, when you get the disease, you just hear the album until you uh, die of a respiratory oh, infection. Is that kind of was that what you two was doing when they tried to release that album to everybody on iPhones? Yep. Yeah, they wish that was the closest equivalent to to that. Vi- that was the last viral. That was the last viral pandemic. You know, yeah. You know, all you two had to do was just like make it so that a notification came on your phone or your iTunes that said, "Do you want the new U two album?" Yeah. And For from free. then on, you you select yes or no. And then you never have to see the album art or anything ever again if you say no. They should do that with Medicare for All. Just yeah, send everyone yeah. a text. Do you want it? Yes or no? And then that's how that's how probably how we should do the government. I mean, honestly, like is like we, back then when they first formed this dumbass fucking country, they it was just you know it was like ten people who actually voted on like who like had power because they were like the ten white guys who owned property. Uh, and they like talked all this hot, you know, hot shit about uh, democracy, but it was like not, not even close to being a direct democracy because they wouldn't want it to be one. We can do one now. We can sort of just do one. Yeah, can technology just- can afford us. That. <laughs> yeah, they were always opining about like, oh, we'd love to have full democracy, but unfortunately, it's just not feasible. Uh, yeah, but but well, so we will uh, graciously step into the position of philosopher kings. Yeah, this this voice that you're doing is interesting. But we like make you think we're not. Yeah, they're all like the dipshit Trumps of their communities, like the the like people who are just like blowhard enough to. I guess they like actually wrote and read. But that what does writing and reading count for back then? That was like watching TV. They're kings who like have like really strong debate me energy. You know, like they're they're fucking losers. Yeah, they're yeah, they're Ben Shapiro's. That's the better. That's the better allegory. They're all like the shitty, like Ben Shapiro's and their communities. That's why Ben Shapiro loves him. Loves them. Yes, Ben Shapiro <laughs> is the elder statesman of modern America. Just <laughs> <laughs> then again, does Ben Shapiro own any land? Probably. I, he's definitely a renter. Are you kidding me? He's a renter. What? He's sure. rich. 
He probably lives in New York, though. No one owns, even rich yeah. people own in New York. That's true. Yeah, you got to be like owning compounds and shit if you really want to be the founding father. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Monticello. The founding fathers <laughs> yeah. now are Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're, our da- they're not the founding fathers. They're our daddies. Yeah, they're my daddy. They're my daddies. Oh, man. My two dads, starring Jeff Bezos and Bill Gates. If you had to be locked in quarantine with one billionaire, one sexy billionaire, who would it be? One sexy billionaire? Uh, Jeff billionaire? Bezos' wife. Okay. That's the only... All right. What are you, what are you guys going to do together? Uh, just, like, make Bezos jealous. Just, like, fuck with his head. Oh, you're trying to, like, make him jealous? Yeah, just fuck with... Yeah, it's all about... Like, I don't like her, you know? You don't like her? I'm just using her. I'm just using her. Jesus. To mess with my enemy. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, uh, who are the billionaires? There's like, we've, you've got like, uh, like 10 ones that, that kind of make the list is national or national slash international figures. And then the rest are just ghouls and goblins that intentionally fly under the radar. Cause, cause they're probably better at being billionaires. I believe Kylie Jenner is a billionaire. You can hang out with her. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hang out with uh, with Steve Ballmer, uh, owner of the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. We'll just like mm. we'll just make O faces together all day long. Good one. Damn. Who's a Who's a? I mean, I would pick Steven Spielberg, and he would just give me live commentary. Oh, I know, I know. Yeah, no, I would hang out with Robert Bigelow. Robert Bigelow? Who's that? He's the guy who, uh, he's the you guy know, Robert Deuce Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> he's the guy who, uh, bought Skinwalker Ranch. Uh, there you go. He's like, he's, he's <laughs> that's a fucking no brainer for you, man. Yeah. And he's the one who knows what's really going on there. Cause he was running all these studies and shit on Skinwalker Ranch and all the people that were in- investigating it were, were, were like, damn, this is fucked up. And, but then he but he didn't say he didn't tell us what happened, which means some serious shit happened, probably. <laughs> Turns out skinwalkers are real. The project was based here in Nevada, carried out by a Las Vegas businessman who's no stranger to paranormal investigations. So tonight, George Knapp tells us how Robert Bigelow's mysterious ranch played a role in the Pentagon investigation. This picturesque ranch in northeastern Utah, long considered a hotbed of UFO sightings and other unexplained phenomena, played a pivotal role in the creation of the once-secret Pentagon study of unknown aerial objects. In the mid-90s, Las Vegas billionaire Robert Bigelow bought the property and sent in his research team, the National Institute for Discovery Science. This is a, a performance of... of Anomalies that go back many, many years. Our 2007 conversation with Bob Bigelow never aired, but he told us then that his NIDS team experienced more than 100 baffling encounters, though they had no idea what was behind them. I feel bad for people who are in quarantine who live in haunted houses. Ooh, good point. Damn. That's a good point. Oh, oh, th- during the quarantine? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, I you thought just of can't that, get away from the poltergeist? Because I toyed with the idea of uh, taking out the Ouija board. You toyed with the idea of remake that takes place during quarantine. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm thinking about pulling it out tonight. Honestly, I'm getting bored enough. 
Just uh, <laughs> you, you're gonna start... try to raise an evil spirit in your house to keep you company yeah. while you're on quarantine. <laughs> yeah, really get locked in together. Have to get to know each other. Because <laughs> I don't know, ghosts. A lot of them, you know. I think most of them, they come off as scary, but they're just really confused. Uh, like, well, I saw one video of a ghost. Someone put their iPad on the ground. It was supposed to be like a, some sort of like what do they call it spirit box or something that like the ghost can use to talk uh i don't like spirit boxes i think that they are uh they are bunk but of course everything else is real about oh ghosts. yes um, of course and in this video a little hand a creepy little hand like comes out of the floor and or like out of the darkness and like kind of mess like se- seemingly like starts not playing scarily. angry birds well, kind of. It seemed the, the 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 motion of this hand indicated to me a curiosity about an object. Because I don't know if ghosts are usually like shown cool things. Like no one a, a ghost. I don't know. If, no one like comes to a ghost and is like here. Especially try a ghost a, that died. Like try a fudgesicle. Yeah, a ghost from like the eighteen hundreds. You're like, here's an iPad, dude. Let's go on the <laughs> internet. Yeah, I would love to show a ghost to the internet. Show him. Show them like uh, your switch. I don't know. Show yeah, them Zelda. God. That would be cool, and I could be like, "Look, dude, I can leave this out." Yeah, but you'd be actually, like, "Listen, you have to start your own save file." <laughs> be like, "You, I noticed that you switched to your own account without saving mine first, so don't, I don't do know. that." Yeah, that's not. You're exactly, like leaving uh, post-it notes on the switch, <laughs> like like uh, passive aggressive post-its. On the switch, yeah, I'd love to have ghost. just like a roommate relationship with a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> ghost and every all once in a while, I'm like, again. Yeah. but every once in a while, I'm like, uh, hey, thanks for doing all the dishes. Yeah, there you go. In this time of quarantine, ghosts are just as much trapped with us as we're trapped with. Well, they're <laughs> assuming they're trapped. They're attached to a place. They're more trapped. They've always been trapped. Yeah, so you think you're trapped in here with? I'm trapped in here with you. No, you're trapped in here with me. The, the ghosts, uh, they they at least are used to like uh, the the own the house. They're the people leaving the house every now and then. They're like, okay, right. cool. I get to like chill out, walk around in my skivvy, masturbate. Like, yeah, <laughs> like turn the volume up on the porn. Now they're just like hiding under the floorboards, just like fuck, Jesus Christ. It might have been the most scariest kind of ghost. It's like the ghost, uh, like. Like a landlord ghost. So it's like the ghost of a former landlord who tried to collect rent every month still. The former owner of this property. Like, he'll just terrorize you until you leave $800 on the doorstep and then it disappears. <laughs> I don't feel pain anymore. Guess what, baby? I feel
I feel free.